Howdy folks and welcome back to Joystick and Mouse video game news and reviews for all you filthy casuals out there. I'm Don, I go with Diddy in the gaming community. With me this evening as always is Jay Dimes. What's going on people? This is episode 148 and today is November 21st, 2022. And on this program we discuss a couple of stories in the Microsoft Xbox universe. And we let you know that spending a lot of hours gaming is bad for adolescents. You know, younger, younger, younger crowd. Um, first, on a personal note with the show, though, a great, huge thank you to all of you that listen. Uh, Joyce Tick and Mouse just hit 10,000 downloads. Ooh. That is a lot of downloads. That is a lot of you people. I can't believe that you want to listen to me or us, but thank you so very, very much. We really appreciate that. So yeah, I got the sure. little, little uh, thing today on, on the uh, email. I was like, that's pretty cool. I never that thought is. we'd reach 10,000 downloads. That's great. But thank you everybody. So how you been? We actually weren't supposed to be recording today. No, somebody um, was supposed to be on the road. My wife and I were going to go to our anniversaries this week. Uh, every five or six years, our anniversary falls on Thanksgiving. And so we, because this is 15 years, so, you know, I wanted to do something nice. We were going to go to Niagara Falls, um, which is, it's nice, romantic, you know, you get a nice falls view room and it's pretty cool. And then Buffalo got eight feet of snow. <laughs> well, yeah, they, <laughs> Buffalo got assaulted with, uh, it actually with was snow a, and ice. Yeah, it was actually south of Buffalo and the whole highway that we have to drive on for about, you know, a hundred miles is <laughs> just covered in feet and feet of snow. So we decided to put that off <laughs> for a little bit and just and a smidgen. We're going to go do something else. We'll go stay in town or something for a couple of days and have a semi staycation at an offsite <laughs> or something yeah. like that. So it'd be fun. Just, you know, get away from the house. So we're not in the same place. And then on a later date. On a later date, we'll go back to Canada, visit her parents and that kind of thing. Um, yeah. yeah, but I didn't get to go get my Wayne Gretzky, which is just. Ugh. Oh, that's, that's, that's quite sad. It is, but we'll have to live. It'll still be there. It'll still be there. When you, when you get there. When we go back. Yeah. So how about you? How you been? Pretty good. Just ready for the, uh ready for the for the holiday taking a trip up to uh salem the day oh. after thanksgiving my aunt is having a retirement party cool so i am going to catch a ride with my parents and we're gonna go pick up my sister nice and we're headed to salem does she live there my aunt yeah yeah she lives smack dead in the middle of town really I've like, okay, so this is weird. I've heard people that live there absolutely hate Halloween. Hate it. You wouldn't know if you were there on Halloween. I mean, I'm listen, I'm sure there are probably people that have either lived there long enough or are new enough that it probably feels like a big inconvenience to them. Yeah. I would say to that, you moved to Salem, Massachusetts. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Just saying. Um, but like my aunt, you know, does the parade every year. She walks in oh, the parade. Yeah. Cool. And uh, yeah, no, she loves it. Both of my cousins uh, were docents at the Salem Witch Museum, which is nice. literally around the corner from their house. Oh, that's really cool. So, yeah, no, they've. They've enjoyed it. I, I always I always like going. And it's funny. It's one of those towns that's old enough that they still kind of have like that middle of the town park, like the circle. Mm -hmm. And so like all the streets funnel into this big circle park. 
you know, where people congregate. And they, I mean, and they do it up really big during Halloween. Vanessa and I were there not the weekend of Halloween, but the week of Halloween. Uh, maybe five or six years ago. Maybe a little bit longer. Maybe it was seven or eight. Um, but it was a good time. Like, you know, they their tours, they got they've got um, there's the witch museum that I just talked about, but then there's also like a sale, a history of Salem museum. That's not far. Like there's a, so, you know, there's a lot there that's that, but then you also just kind of get like a lot of early American history and you get like that new England, you know, town experience. It's a good time. Yeah. It, it sounds cool. Uh, yeah. It sounds like it would be neat. I, I can imagine for the for the people that live there, though, it's it's a pain in the butt. Yeah, I mean, listen, come Halloween, I'm sure there's a lot of people that descend upon the town. Uh, but it's great for their tourism revenue. Yeah, yeah. You know, all true. those little small businesses and and what have you, like they make their money that time of year. Uh, vendors come in and all sorts of stuff. So I'm, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's some some drawbacks. Yeah. But uh, that's probably know. like that with anything, right? Yeah. I mean, but you know, like I'm sure Boston's not any better. You know, like it's another big city that brings in a lot of tourists. Um, well, yeah, like <laughs> where we live, right? <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of tourists here, especially where uh, like I'm close to the battlefields and stuff too. It it's pretty constant you can't yeah during the summer the it's like yeah. yeah i'm sure like even like hampton it was not such a big issue but i'm sure like people that live in williamsburg mm -hmm. like during the summer kids are out of school like be, be, but aside from bush gardens you get all the people that want to go to colonial williamsburg and, colonial yeah yeah and do the early american history thing so yeah they have another one. Oh yeah they have that that big well i guess that's part of bush gardens a big splash Splashdown Park that they have there now. Well, so there's water. There was Water Country that's been there forever, mm -hmm. and then probably in the last twenty years they also opened Great Wolf Lodge. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um. That is a little different because it's like all inclusive. Like it's a, it's oh. an all inclusive water park. Like it's a hotel and everything. So like you can just go there, stay, oh, do the cool. thing. Whereas like Water Country. Is kind of like your normal amusement park. Like you drive, you park, you go do your thing, and then you drive home. Right. Yeah. That sounds cool, actually. I haven't been down yeah. there a long time. I haven't been down there. So I've never been to, I mean, even living there, I don't think I, no, I've never been to Water Country, and I've never been to Great Wolf Lodge. Oh, yeah, well. Yeah. And I've actually been to King's Dominion more times than I've been to Bush Gardens. Oh, see, I love Bush Gardens. I love the 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 different countries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The way they do the countries is pretty cool. And actually, believe it or not, so this is complete tangent. Uh, the Italian area in Bush mm -hmm. Gardens had some of the best authentic Italian mm -hmm. food. It was really yep. good. We always say that, like, if you're going to Bush Gardens, the place where you want to eat is in Little Italy. Mm -hmm. like, you get the best. You get the best bang for your buck there than you'd get anywhere else in the park. It was always really good. Mm -hmm. And then Germany had the best beer. The Oktoberfest. So they have a real Oktoberfest, which is yep. pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and you know, what helps that is that at least, I don't think this is true anymore, but originally Bush Gardens was owned by Anheuser-Busch. I don't think they own it anymore, but they are. Yeah, I don't are... think so. I Definitely. I think when Anheuser Busch sold to Imbev, yeah, I think Busch Gardens went because they used to a, have a, a brewery else. tour there. Mm -hmm. They had the Anheuser Busch brewery tour there, as well as it. Well, I don't actually don't even think it was in the park. I think it was outside. Um, probably. They're owned by SeaWorld now. <laughs> really. Yep, I don't know I had no when idea. SeaWorld bought them. But, I had yeah. no idea. Huh. Let's see, you learn something new every day. <laughs> yep. Every day. 
every day. Oh, yeah, sporting my U.S. jersey. We went down to watch the game today. It was uh, entertaining. Nice. Were the men playing here? Uh, they're playing in Cutter. Oh, well, you said you went down. I was like, we went I to, thought. So we went to the Hawk and Griffin, which is a an English pub in Vienna. Oh, I've never heard of that place. Oh, dude. Authentic English pub food in Northern Virginia. Oh. Like, you want fish and chips that are authentically done English style? That's the place. Okay. They also, the same guy owns Pure Pasty, which is the pasty shop a couple of blocks away. Okay. If you want authentic English pasties, that's the place to go. Okay. They're excellent. All righty, let's get into things here. I think you have the first one. Microsoft waits until the beginning of each month to reveal the list of new games coming to its Xbox Game Pass subscription service. But fans often know of at least a few games in advance. While some new Xbox Game Pass game editions are a surprise, other games are confirmed to be day one titles well in advance, and November is going to be one of those months. Xbox Game Pass subscribers will have Hello Neighbor 2, Chained Echoes, and High on Life to fill the, fill the time this month. Okay, so so Hello Neighbor 2 is more of Hello Neighbor. And if you've ever played that, it's a blast. It's I played just, it once with you and with yeah. you and Alex. It's weird, it's fun, it's just it's sort of dumb, but a good game. The one that intrigues me on that though is High on Life. The Rick and Morty folk. Yeah, the same guy that did Rick and Morty did this and I've seen the the game clips of it, and I don't think it's quite. It might have come out today, which is the twenty first. Might come out tomorrow. Not sure, but that one, um, the gun is it's a it's an FPS. You're running around shooting stuff, but the guns talk to you, and they say, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they're saying sarcastic crap to you, and like. How did you miss that shot <laughs> and stuff like that the whole time, which is just great. And, and if you're a fan of Rick and Morty and the humor in that, then it's, it's just all of that wrapped up in an FPS is just great. I feel like that might weird me out. It just is fun. It looks fun. Just one of those games that you just go have a blast in. Yeah. Um, the, the artwork is very Rick and Morty-ish. Um, yeah, Rick and Morty-ish. Uh, it just looks cool. Yeah, the guns, he's in a space suit. <laughs> Gun is that's a mouth. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, oh, these are for December. I thought they were for November. Oh, well, okay. So these are for December. But you'll have plenty of time to play those. Those are good. Thoughts? Um, you know, honestly, with the exception of Hell and Neighbor 2, I was not familiar with either two of these games, but I may give, uh, give that high on life a run. There's a lot of stuff on Game Pass that I want to play. I know um, that I've <laughs> that I've got to get into. In addition to, I need to go back and finish God of War. So and yes, I, you, again, I mean, the whole premise for this is we don't have enough time for the games we play. Yeah, I, I mean, I've got God of War. I've got the game I'm going to review today. Um, oh, we get a game review. Yes, and not the game you probably think it is. <laughs> mm. Um, you know, and 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 then I've got that i've got two new games on my on my uh steam deck it's just bad it's horrible <laughs> horrible horrible and world of warcraft launches monday next well month. that is the plus of game pass is that you don't necessarily feel like you're spending an excessive amount of money yes to 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 get 
these games and not play them because you know you're just paying your no normal monthly and you get to what you get to yeah you know i it's i have to think long and hard nowadays about dropping 70 or 80 bucks on a game you don't really you know well it's it's really why i haven't bought gotham knights yet yeah i haven't bought that either for the, exactly that reason because i don't think i'd get a lot of time to play it yeah. and, it, and the reviews have here. not been good well the reviews have been very meh i haven't i be honest with you, i haven't seen a lot of reviews for it but um that probably doesn't bode well if I haven't seen a lot about it. <laughs> um, it is on sale. I think it's, I think you can pick up a digital copy at Walmart and on Xbox Live for like thirty-five bucks. Hmm, that's pretty. That's still not what, enough. <laughs> I mean, it's half. I won't have time to play it. <laughs> it's half price from from launch. From launch, and wow. it hasn't been out that long. It hasn't I mean, been out really long think enough about for it, that. There must be three weeks, and they can cut. I mean, but that's that's how bad the reviews have been. It's 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 developed like it's under WB Games, mm -hmm. but they use the studio that did Arkham Origins, which up until now was largely considered the worst yeah. game of the Batman franchise. And I, you know, I think they did what they did, and um. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. I, what is it with DC, the DC universe and just not being able to do things well? <laughs> Movies, games, they just they have a tough time, don't they? Yeah, and I don't... I don't well, I, mean, I will say this. I don't think that their games are really bad. Uh, they've really only done Batman. Now, if this new Suicide Squad versus with the Suicide Squad versus the Justice League, if that game is terrible, then then we got to start looking like, hey, what can can you just give this to Marvel and to Disney and let them <laughs> let all them right? Take but care of it? listen, so here, Devil's Advocate. I don't think Marvel has done really well at video games either. Uh, the last couple have been pretty. Guardians of the Galaxy was good. Okay, I didn't play Guardians. That was that was really um, good. I and, started Avengers, and it was. I mean, it was okay. Yeah, Spider Man. It was wasn't good. so good that I couldn't put it down. Yeah, but see, though, I don't. I don't count that towards Marvel because those games are done by Sony. True. I don't want to true. Um. Oh, was Guardian actually was Guardians of the Galaxy done by Sony also? No, Guardians of the Galaxy might have been Telltale. No, 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 no. 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 I don't. I can't remember. It, you know, it really lends me to think Marvel really needs to, or Disney per se really needs to make an investment in a good game studio. They farm out all of these IPs. Yeah, they do. Um, well, now that... To other places. So, I, I heard the other day that Igor is back at Disney. Yes, yes, he so is. So, I wonder, wonder if he'll have... Hopefully, he will have a an enlightened vision for the game games portion of it. Uh, and also, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was done by Eidos. Eidos. Oh uh, well, see, there you go. Yeah. Um, is that on? Is that on Game Pass? I don't know. I have it for for PlayStation. So okay. Alrighty. So on to our next one. Uh, a new study published by the University of Oxford re researchers in a. A new study published by University of Oxford researchers in an open access journal, JMIR Pediatrics and Parenting, shows that although many school-age adolescents are spending considerable time gaming, it is not having a negative impact on their well-being. 
The study found that 44% of adolescents who game heavily report a better sense of well-being than those who game less or don't play video games at all. Oh. I actually found this fascinating. <laughs> really? They have a I, better sense of well-being. Listen, so here's here's what I wonder. What games are they playing? Because you figure if the adolescents probably not playing Call of Duty. If it's anything like my next door neighbor who falls in that, uh, it's it. Well, okay, it's it's Call of Duty, Call of Duty, or something along those lines. Fortnite. There's um, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, uh young young man uh, male adolescent cursing that goes on next door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I could understand it if the if the games that they're playing are maybe more like problem solving puzzle style games that probably are going to help stroke their uh, their thinking. Uh, but yeah, if you're sitting them in front of Fortnite or Call of Duty all day, I, yeah, I don't know. But uh, so, but we, I mean, we've talked about this before, right? Those types of games, although they have a certain level of toxic toxicity to them. They do teach you problem solving. They teach you, yeah. um, uh, how to work together with other people. Um, they teach you responsibility. You have a job to do, right? It's, you know, yeah. um, it, they do teach those kinds of things. And it feel, it makes you feel like you belong to a group, which understandably probably gives you a better sense of well-being, right? You feel like you belong. I know, I know that's, that's a real issue with a lot of kids that they just don't feel like they belong. Yeah. 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 So I could see, I mean, so I'm looking at this, this article, it looks like so they're saying 12,000 secondary age students so that's 12 to 18 years old mm -hmm. so they probably are playing call of duty fortnite you know pug the usual suspects hopefully not pug b because you want to talk about a toxic <laughs> you know i forgot all about that game to be perfectly honest with you yeah what's um, the other one uh csgo the csgo i don't think has the same user base I don't think the guys that play like the toxic think people that play Call older, of Duty. I think that's an yeah. older, older crowd yep. that still plays CS:GO. Yeah, yeah. I think um, most the adolescent games right now are Call of Duty and and uh, Fortnite. Fortnite, pretty much. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, more. Oh God, I lost my sheet. Oh, I got it. Microsoft okay. has reportedly offered Sony a deal that would see the Call of Duty franchise remain on PlayStation for a decade. The Xbox maker told the New York Times that it had offered the 10-year deal to Sony on November 11th. Sony declined to comment on the claim. As always, there are two sides to every story. So, I'm biased. I, I am too, uh, to an extent. Um, This is... I feel like this is Microsoft saying, well, we're not the bad guys, but you know, they didn't offer any numbers <laughs> as to what they offered Sony for this or what it would cost Sony to have this on their platform. And I have a feeling when, when Sony comes back and says, uh, uh, they said something like, uh, it wasn't, um, where's the exact comment? Uh, uh, I, I didn't know that Sony's current deal with Activision expires next year at the end of next year. Mm. Um, but it think it covers the new black ops game that's supposed to come out. And that probably is next 
is two years away. Um, oh, okay. So yes, the, uh, uh, the dude from PlayStation, Jim Ryan came out and said that the, uh, the deal was inadequate on many levels. <laughs> so, you know, it's listen. All right. I'm going to tell you my, my opinion on this. I think Sony's going to say anything to try to keep that deal from happening. I don't think they want Activision to get bought by Microsoft. But I also think that Microsoft knows that the only way that they're going to get this past the regulators is for a game like Call of Duty not to become a platform exclusive for the foreseeable future. And honestly, past that, I don't think any of any I don't think any of the rest of it is really going to make a difference to the regulators. Call I think Call of Duty is the only thing that people are going to care about, and Microsoft is already saying that they're going to continue to let it be on Sony's platform, and they have no reason to pull it from PCs. Well, yeah, it, and I <laughs> I agree with both of those statements that you know. Sony does not want that to happen, yeah. but I, so here's the problem. It's already been okayed by like four or five countries. It's already been yeah. said, yep, check, go, go, go. So it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, Listen, if Sony gets to keep it, are they going to, are they going to open up for cross platform? Yeah. I, right. They don't, it's their whole strategy of, well, there's the whole thing, right? The tighter you squeeze, the more that slips through. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't, <clears throat> I, I think, I think they're going to look very, um, what is the word short-sighted in this negotiation? I think what's also going to be is a very important part to this is that although like Sony North America is a big company, Sony is not an American company. And I think like from a regular, at least for the, for the United States, I think that they are much less likely to say no to Microsoft. If they're already conceding that call of duty is going to stay available on all, on all the platforms. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I, I don't think, Microsoft can change much about the way Activision does games. No. They can change the, you know, the company and the and that type and, of stuff, but the way they distribute games, I don't think can change very much. And you much. don't spend that kind of money <laughs> to no, then they're... turn around and cut off your uh your what's the word I'm looking for? Um you don't cut off your nose despite your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to spend that kind of money and then cut off the ways that you have to recoup it. Like, they're not recouping that money internally. No, Like, I think they know that. Well, I, I, well, listen, maybe, maybe Call of Duty becomes the game that's not available on Game Pass. I could, I could see it. Um, but... Odds are it's going to be on Game Pass, and it being on Game Pass is just going to drive more Game Pass yep. subscribers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so that sort of leads us to the next story, though. <laughs> so, Well, one more thing about this, just, just about that part. Now, that might actually be what Sony is concerned about. I think that that's they absolutely may what Sony's concerned they about. They may lose people on their platform because they say, well, I can buy an Xbox and I can get Game Pass and I'm going to get Call of Duty for free every year along with all this other yep. stuff. And so maybe... Why should I but buy I, a PlayStation? Right, but listen, I have... This is my own personal opinion. The hardcore Sony fanboys, I don't think, are switching regardless. They're going to they're gonna right. keep spending their money on, on, on a... Sony and they'll buy Call of Duty on Sony and they'll stick with Sony. I don't think they're going to go out and buy a PlayStation. I'm sorry, go out and buy an Xbox because of Call of Duty. Some of them may, but I don't think it's going to be enough that it's really going to dent 
their market share. I think the problem with that for Sony is though that's not that's not tenable. You can't keep a business going doing just that. With doing that, just what? With that hardcore, just just that hardcore group. Oh you know. yeah. Well, I, listen. If I if I was a parent and I had a child that was between the ages of like eight and fifteen, like where their budget for gaming is dependent on my wallet, mm-hmm. they're getting an Xbox. And Game Pass, and that's it. <laughs> and Game Pass, and that's it. Like, that's it. I, I'm going to get you this Xbox, and I'm going to spend the $17, $20 a month and get you Game Pass, and I don't want to hear anything else. That's what you play. Yep. Maybe you get Call of Duty for your birthday or Christmas, but other than that, like, you deal with these games you have. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. It, well, I mean, we've said a thousand times it's it's the best deal in gaming. Yeah, my uh, one of my really good friends at home, he bought his son a Series S for Christmas last year, and I remember we were talking. He was like, he's like, Game Pass is the best thing ever. <laughs> he's like, I don't have to buy anything. No. I don't need any discs. No, like he's got the S. It's digital only. He can download some games. He can play them. You know, with the exception of maybe buying like Madden or 2K, he's like, "Listen, I'm I'm free and clear on this thing." I won't. I said, "Yeah, buy discs anymore." Well, yeah. So, so, so that leads us to the next story. Um, we keep talking about this, right? We talk about Call of Duty, and we talk about Microsoft's head of gaming has said that Xbox will struggle to continue as a global business. If the company doesn't establish a foothold in mobile. So mm-hmm. we talk Facts. about this. They bought Activision Blizzard, right? They've got yep. World of Warcraft. They got Overwatch. They got, you know, Call of Duty, all these games. And they don't mean squat compared yep. to Candy Crush. <laughs> yep. Candy Crush. Fact. Candy Crush makes more than all other games combined. It's a fact. Combined. It is a fact. So they didn't buy it for that. They bought it for King. Mm-hmm. Who mm-hmm. Activision owns. That, it, and it they was, will they will see their money back in King. A hundred times over. Yeah, no, I yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah, they, this this wasn't this wasn't about we well, you know for us that are PC gamers and are, you know, and like those games and stuff, that's, you know, that's what concerns us is Game Pass and that they could care less. <laughs> they, yep. they, they, the no. num- number crunchers You're could compare right. less. It, it, it is all about Candy Crush. Mm-hmm. And everything that goes along with that. What's the other one? Um, do they own Farmville? No, that's Zynga. Yeah, I don't know what else King owns. Yeah, because Take Two. Farm Heroes. Yeah. Candy Crush. Those are the only games that pop that I'm familiar with. Right. But then you also get like um is it Hearthstone? Yep. Yeah. Um so yeah, so this is interesting. We actually talk about Microsoft and Sony all the time as, you know, the two big competitors, but honestly, it's Take 2 and Zynga is is Microsoft's real competitor, right? Because they have... Take Two? Yes. They own the companies that do Grand Theft Auto and Borderlands and NBA 2K and and Farmville and... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Grand Theft Auto? Uh-huh. It's owned by... Um, uh, Grand Theft Auto was... Um... Yeah, this is remember we talked about this last year when the deal went through. It was like twelve billion dollars, and we were like, "They oh, just got right. all these things, all these games." I thought Grand Theft Auto. Why did I? Th- oh, so they bought Rockstar. They bought Rockstar. 
Now that's the company yeah. that it would become like, yo, no, nah, you can't do that. Like they couldn't let Take Two buy Activision. Yeah, that wouldn't happen. I actually, I don't know if they have enough money. I don't know if they have enough. If they're worth, they wouldn't enough. have enough money to buy three point three billion. Is their is their revenue? Yeah. I don't think they'd have enough to buy Activision Blizzard. Yeah, you know, I think I think Microsoft, in addition to these games, they might find it helpful to come out with some hardware. I mean, I know that they're doing the thing where you can use Game Pass mm -hmm. on the Steam Deck, which I think is a great idea. Fantastic. Uh, but I don't know if that's enough of a foothold in mobile for them. Maybe. I mean, maybe with mm. some, some good software games, um, plus... Plus you know being able to i guess i guess what what will really be important is if if they see a move in the needle of subscriptions because it can be used on steam deck they'd have to track that like how much yeah Sp i'm mean, spencer hits this right right on right the console market is shrinking you know we've talked about this being the last generation of consoles yeah I'm pretty sure this is the last generation of consoles. I don't, I don't think in five years is when, you know, the next round would be. Yeah. I just don't think it'll be viable. I don't think all the R and D that would have to go into it would, would be viable. No, no we'll get thin clients and televisions yep. and, and I mean, you just look at the way something like, you know, Microsoft cloud gaming works and like the quality of games that you can get via stream and you're going to i mean you'll get hardcore pc gamers that are still going to want to do everything local but i think by and large your casual gaming is going to be done out of the cloud yeah absolutely yeah yep yep you'll get a little little box like what is it apple tv mm -hmm. or yeah. or it'll be built into your tv now you know Listen, an Apple TV, I think an Apple TV is probably strong enough to run a lot of games right now. Yeah. So I'll, I'll say this. Having it built into the TV is probably the best thing. Mm -hmm. Because, so here, here's my thought. We have a TiVo. We use yeah. TiVo for everything. We absolutely love it. But the TVs that have the switch in it to go to TiVo yeah, to select the input are so much better than the Sony downstairs that I have to switch it on the TV to which, it, you know, when it's built into the TV, it's so yeah. much easier and better to use. Yeah, TiVo was great. One of my great regrets is years ago when I was working at Circuit City, when TiVo came out, and they were giving us deals on hardware, mm -hmm. right? Because they wanted us to buy it and use it, and then we'd sell it. But they were offering us as employees lifetime subscriptions for $200. Yeah, those are nice. Uh, the current TiVo we have, we bought last year on their Black Friday sale. And you paid full price for the machine, but the, the lifetime subscription for it was mm -hmm. 200 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's, it, they're still not cheap, but then you think, well, you got the subscription forever as long as it lasts. So, and you're, do you all have files for TV too? Yeah. Do you, we have cable. Okay. We still have cable. We still have cable because, because sports are a pain in the ass <laughs> if you don't. But you, are you using an actual uh, Verizon box or you're just no. running coaxial straight into the TiVo? The coax goes straight into the TiVo, but we do have a cable card. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I, you I have wasn't to have even sure Fios is still using, still using cable cards. Yeah, you still have to be able to decrypt the Verizon cable signal. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. that's all it does. All the recording, all the everything happens in the TiVo. Nice. So it's really nice. I got about six years of Doctor Who recorded at this point, but <laughs> that I need to watch. But do you have like an external hard drive for it? No, it's got. It's a, oh all- my, I put. You could expand it. We got the biggest one you could get. Um, and then I expanded it with like a, I think a one terabyte drive at one point in time. Nice. Oh, it, yeah, it works great. We're, we're, we we love it. And then we have TiVo minis all over the house. Anywhere else we had it wanted cable, we just have a TiVo mini. And it works wonderful. Yeah, I always like that whole recommendation thing. Like, oh, you watch this, so we'll record this for mm-hmm. you. And see if you like it. Yeah, sometimes it's re- it, it picks up really good. Speaking of which, there's a new show that came on. It is freaking fantastic. Is it Sylvester Stallone? It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. King of I've been Tulsa. watching it. That is excellent. It's a it's a great show. It's a great show. Yeah, you know, when he slugs that dude in the first episode and <laughs> yes. just puts him on his ass, I'm just like <laughs> you know what? Like I was thinking that scene where he shows up and he's not getting what he thinks he deserves. That scene sets him up perfectly as a sympathetic character. Yeah. Yes, it does. Right? Yeah. Because you really feel bad for this guy who's like, yo, I gave his family 25 years and they ain't got nothing for me when I get out. Like. Yep. Yeah. So, but yeah, I've been enjoying that show. That, you know, that, that show is done by the same guy that did Yellowstone. Yes. And yeah. the Sicario movies. Like mm-hmm. this guy. This guy is prolific in his uh, in his he, ideas. He's knows how to get them across too. So Did you watch Mayor of oh, what was the name of that show? It's another show that he did on uh, Paramount Plus. Doesn't... Mayor Mayor of Kingstown. Mayor of Kingstown. Oh, I've heard of it. I have not watched it. So the guy that plays his driver, his dad played one of the guards in mayor of east town it's a great oh, show nice great show cool yeah um yeah good show go watch that guys great for sure Alrighty, we have a game review we i've been playing so much world of warcraft but at least it it's it's died down at least till next week so <laughs> but uh, um and it is not the game that you think. Um, All right. It is not God of War. I am going, although I've played some of that, um, I'm going to hold that one for a while. The game that it is would have been like my follow-up. Yes, the game that it is is I, I debated this one for a while, but I picked up Pokemon Violet. Um and said, all right, I'll give it a try. I wasn't real thrilled with Eevee. And I thought that they were just doing a big money grab with the diamond and, and pearl that they put out. They were just remakes, you know, of the existing ones. But I decided to give this one a try. First off, they offer you a bundle of both games. Hmm. It costs a penny more than buying the game separately. <laughs> what? It is whatever. It's fifty nine ninety nine for the game. Uh huh. It is whatever that is. What is one thirty nine? Mm-hmm. One twenty nine, right? Math is hard. 1660 so, is 120, so it's one. 119.98. Yes. Okay. So both both games together would be 119.98. The bundle price on the Pokemon store on the Nintendo store is 119.99. That's <laughs> it's dumb. It's ridiculous. Look, if I want to buy both games, <laughs> give me a discount. Give me ten <laughs> bucks at least or something. Come on. <sighs> 
3DS. It's ridiculous. What? Not only that is a penny more than mine <laughs> separately. Just dumb. They should be ashamed of themselves. It's just dumb. At least make it the same price. But they anyway, should be that. So here's here's my review. It is it's Pokemon. It's good. It's it's a better story than they usually come up with, but it's the same story they've come up with for the last 37 games. You know, you're you're the new kid in town, you're the new trainer, blah blah blah, going to the school, blah blah blah. Same old, same old. You run around the town, you run outside, you run through the grass, you try to collect a Pokemon. When they decided to let you see the Pokemon that you can go after and not just run through the grass and hope you run into the right one, much better play. That so I appreciate that. Here's my problem. This game is buggy as hell. Mm. It is not only that, the performance sucks. Oh, that's I, when I'm so when I'm running, my character is running, everything that's in the background is jittery. Like bad frame rate everywhere. I feel like that's not a normal thing for Nintendo though. That I is feel like not a normal thing for Nintendo and it's Pokemon. I didn't do this in the old games. Right. So I don't know what they did, but this one this is They broke it. Yeah, they broke it. That's Beyond that though, if you like Pokemon, it's a good game. Uh the Pokemon are different enough. I mean, but they're still they didn't really introduce anything really cool the picnics are cool so you can have a picnic and if you have a picnic it empowers your Pokemon and if you do use a certain thing sometimes they'll leave you an egg in the basket and then you can keep the egg with you and it'll hatch and it, normal Pokemon stuff right um, they've got this super mode now that turns you into a crystallized form and, and you're got you know, better abilities and stuff, sort of like the other one, whatever the supernova thing was. Um, so pretty much the same. And so if you like Pokemon, you'll like it. My problem is you've done this game, this very same game 50 times. How did you screw this up so bad? <laughs> it is runs that horribly on a switch. It just runs bad. Um, they give you give you a vehicle you ride the vehicle and stuff like you'll be passing a tree the tree will be there you keep going and the tree just jumps back behind you it's mm. just i don't know how they did it i don't know how they screwed up it screwed it up that bad i have heard other people of falling through the world and being stuck you can't get out of it. Um, I haven't had that experience yet, but I've seen enough videos of it to know that it's really bad. Um, so yeah, I, I, I wanted to give it a good mark because it's Pokemon and you get to go collect things and, and it's, they're usually fun and, you know, good for, you know, you got, got an hour or so to kill here or there. Um, I just, I can't recommend it until they, you know, come up with That's some, unfortunate. Uh, come up with some, uh, uh, some fixes for it. It definitely wasn't worth the 60 bucks. Mm. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe they'll patch it. And, and hopefully they'll patch it. It'll get better. And I'm sure that they will patch it eventually and it'll be better. But I can't believe they released a game in this state. Mm. So, unfortunately... Not, not a good experience so far. But anyway, so that's my review for that. Uh, any closing thoughts, Tim? Uh, you gonna try Pokemon? I know you're not a big Pokemon fan. No, no. There's a much better shot of me finishing God of War <laughs> than there is me starting Pokemon at this point. Hopefully, well, maybe you and I will do a a um. Oh, you're still playing. The first one? Yeah, the first one. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. we'll get your thoughts on that when you when you finish. It's it's a good game. You playing on easy? Playing on story mode? Yes. <laughs> so I actually started Ragnarok on on normal. Mm. And and changed it really quick. <laughs> yeah, you were like, "This ain't for me." It's like this is like, not the for me. Very first boss fight, I was like, "Oh hell no!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there are no uh, there are no no um, difficulty levels in Pokemon Violet. There's just none there. You just yeah, you just play. <laughs> you, you just play. play. It's the you same. Get what you get. Yeah. You get what you get. I'll say this though, there there have been a lot of resources have not been that hard to come by. I, I realize I'm still in, you know, the starter areas, but I've got like forty Pokemon already. Forty different kinds. Uh, and I haven't had I haven't really had a hard time keeping Pokeballs or anything like that, so hasn't been that bad. Resources have been pretty good. All right. Uh, that's the show, folks. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, if you'd like to reach out and contribute to the show in any way, email joystickandmouse at gmail.com. Uh, to learn how to follow the folks on the show, head over to joystickandmouse.com. And be sure to subscribe while you're there. Leave us a five-star rating on iTunes if you enjoyed the show. And until next time... Take it easy, folks. And we will... See you later, folks. Bye now. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>